Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to episode number 21. It's been a hot minute, y'all. It's actually been a month. And let's see, what has happened in the last month? Uh, Boyfriend got sick, then got COVID, then I got COVID. COVID took me out, and it's interesting, I hardly ever get sick. But man, when I get sick, I get sick. Um, Took me out. I think I pretty much stayed in bed for... God, I want to say 12 days, but I'm probably exaggerating there. I don't know. Kicked my ass. Um, So the last month has just been nutso. So I'm finally a little bit closer to normal. I'm sure you can still hear my congestion. And I am digging into all the things trying to get rid of this stuff. So this afternoon, I'm actually going to do one of those sensory deprivation float tanks. For those of you that have never heard of that, so basically what it is, it's a little round pool, not huge, it's like bite-sized basically, but it's full of a ton of Epsom salt and the water is the same as your body temperature. So basically there's so much salt in it that you float like you would in the Dead Sea, but you get in there and it's it's dark, you can have the light on, but the idea is that you don't feel anything because the water is the same temperature. You're floating, so you don't actually have to exert any energy. And it's dead quiet and dark. And I have to tell you, the first time I did it, I was like, oh, boy, oh, God, this is going to take forever. And I was a little panicky um, because sometimes being alone with your brain is not so fun. <laughs> but I freaking love it now. So I went, so my journey was... First, super uncomfortable, enjoyed it, and just tried to get through it. And then I kind of started playing a little bit. Like I would close my eyes and just float around, and I would try to guess where my head was, what part of the room. And it's so stupid, but it was just whatever I did. And now when I go do it, I like check the hell out. I will literally disappear from this planet for an hour. And sometimes I do like... I do all kinds of weird little visualizations. Like I'll go meet like a future version of myself and just, I don't know, just think about what my life's going to be like and and just kind of have fun with it. Um, but I'll tell you, it's interesting in that it's, um, it feels better than a massage. And it's weird because it feels better the longer you go. So like when you first finish, it's like, oh, I feel so relaxed. But then like, on the drive home, you're like, wow, I really feel relaxed. And then like an hour later, you're like, okay, I'm jello. So it's uh highly recommend it. I really do. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. If you're in the Tulsa area, the the only one that I know of is at the Farm Shopping Center. It's not necessarily cheap, but I'm gonna go tonight because the Epsom salt is so good for or today because the Epsom salt is so good for you. And I'm hoping it will pull out some of this, help me get rid of this last little congestion that just won't seem to budge. So I'm doing that. Uh, I went hiking this morning. I have only gone hiking like two times in the last month. Went hiking this morning, got to see quite a few deer, which was nice, but my energy isn't where it was. So I had to do this short version. Um, 
And, you know, it's so easy to forget how lucky we are that we don't feel like shit. You know, like it's so easy through a normal day to forget like, hey, wait a minute. Pretty lucky I'm not in pain today. <laughs> we just get so used to life and take so much for granted. And I sort of got every time I get really sick, I'm like, I am never going to take feeling healthy for granted again, ever, ever. Every single day when I wake up, if I feel good, I'm going to be so excited. And I guarantee you, I'll forget that whole deal I made with myself in about two weeks. <laughs> but it is, it's a nice little reminder. Uh, let's see. Coffee with Barb has been very sporadic in the last month. Barb had COVID. I had COVID. Winnie did not want anything to do with either of us. She was like, nah, stay away. But we had and we had coffee today. So it was really fun. And I went hiking and I'm a little out of sorts because I, uh, I'm just whatever I went hiking and I just kind of got wrapped up in this program I'm doing in my business. And I was like, Oh, shit, I got to get over to Barb's. And I look a little bit like a homeless guy because I mean, no makeup. If I'm being honest, I haven't even brushed my hair yet. <laughs> my area. I did brush my teeth and watch my face. Um, and I just look a little, what's that prostitute's name that killed all those truck drivers? Eileen Sorno. Is that her name? A little bit like that. And I'm like, you know what? It's the girl gang. Who cares? Um, that's the beauty of being in a Yaya sisterhood. They're not going to judge me. So I rolled over looking straight homeless and I opened the door and I hear girl, get in here, need to introduce you to someone I've wanted to introduce you to for a long time. And I was like, Oh, dear God. <laughs> so I walk in the living room, and it's her son or her grandson. Um, and so I said, Well, sorry, I am a homeless woman that your grandmother takes in once a week. <laughs> and he kind of laughed. He's like, Oh, whatever, you look fine. Um, but it was so cool to get to meet her grandson. It was so cool. Um, and Barb was very proud. She's very proud. He used to be a firefighter. I'm not quite sure what he does now, but he's no longer a firefighter. But she really enjoyed being able to brag on him. So we stood and chatted for a bit and uh, Barb was complaining about her little handyman guy that put in a wider sidewalk for her and did the bathroom thing. And she's like, he never finishes and the cracks, girl. And her grandson said, well, he looked over at me and he goes, well, kind of figured that would happen. I said, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, he's family. <laughs> he's like family hardly ever does a really good family what do you say it was pretty damn funny he said it's a family job and you you have to you get what you pay for or something like that anyway it was kind of funny um and so then Winnie came in and she was very excited and Barb was very excited to have everybody back together Barb had a box of VHS tapes out and I'm like, Barb, what do we have in movie night? What's this? And she's trying to like declutter and organize. And I said, Tybo, huh? And she goes, oh, yeah. Jim and I, her husband, she goes, we did that religiously for years. And I'm telling you, it's the cutest freaking thing ever. So cute. So freaking cute. Um, she had a Michael Fox movie. I can't think of the name. No, not Michael Fox. 
Cameron. What's his name? Oh, Kurt Cameron. A movie with Kurt Cameron. I can't think of the name of it. And she's like, I think I have a VCR somewhere. I really want to watch this one. Um, so that was pretty cute. We talked about, oh, they couldn't quite understand how people watch television without cable. So I tried to explain it as simply as I could, but it was not easy. And I don't think they got it at all. Um, Barb really wanted to find the music channels, and that took us a solid 20 minutes. And we finally found those. But it was cute. It was funny. Both Winnie and Barb were so excited to talk about what had happened in the last month that they kept cutting each other off. They kept interrupting each other. (laughs) It's pretty cute. Because it is kind of annoying when someone does that when you're like really excited to tell your story and they just straight up cut you off. And they both kept doing it to each other. And uh, God, what was the other thing? Uh, we talked about sports. It's football season. And Barb said, yep. Uh, one of her sons played football. And she said, do you know that they gave MB- MVP to this little SOB that was late to practice every day and didn't do this or that? I'm telling you, Barb is like the sweetest, cutest little angel. Gentle, sweet, and loving until she gets triggered. She gets triggered by... People screw with their kids. She wants no part of that. She was so upset that her son did not get MVP of that game that she still, God only knows how many years later, gets so fired up. She calls this kid an SOB, but her face changes everything. She immediately becomes Mama Bear. But it's like her kids, um, church drama. Oh, God, Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani, those two get her freaking riled up. And, oh, geez, Britney Spears, that'll piss her off. Um, but it's just the cutest thing. <laughs> it's so cute. It's just so freaking cute. Um, but, yeah, I think, I mean, it was pretty basic. We were only over there for about an hour. And, and yeah, we just kind of touched base. No new neighborhood drama so much. Although the people that live in Short Short's house have had some work done recently and we couldn't quite figure out what they were having done, but they for sure had something going on over there. Um, They wanted to know, Barb is like, girl, is your boyfriend, when he's at your house, is he interrupting your business? And I said, oh, no, I don't work in the evenings. I said, I usually wrap up around four or five or whatever. And she's like, I've got to be honest. I don't even understand what you do. And so I tried to explain that to her, which was pretty interesting. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. She just looked very confused by it. Um, and let's see, what else? God, I don't know. I mean... I don't have anything too crazy and exciting. I've just kind of been on survival mode a little bit. Business is going well. I'm uh, I'm launching a new, I've created a whole new program called New Bitch Energy. Well, it's like a concept and a process and a technique that I've created over the last, oh, I don't know, three years. That's really freaking cool. I'm actually trademarking it, which is fun. Um And so I'm working on my next one, which is going to be focused on relationships. It's kind of like a new bitch energy relationship reboot. So if you're listening to this and you have some relationship drama, like if you're sick of the other person not changing, or if you're not sure if you should stay or go and you're riding that fence and you're annoyed as hell by that kind of waffling back and forth, 
Or if you're just not happy in your relationship, you should totally hit me up because I'm going to kick this. It's going to be a group program and it's a beta. It's my beta launch. So it's stupid cheap. But um, I'm going to kick it off on September 12th and it's going to be a 12 week program. And so what you can do is you can come into this program and say, okay, the next three months, 12 weeks. I'm going to clean up my freaking side of the street in this relationship. I'm going to take care of all the shit, all the unnecessary uh, drama that I'm unknowingly creating. And we create way more than we realize. And that is hard to see in a relationship. I'm going through that now. Um, So anyway, you can go into it like, okay, for the next 12 weeks, I am solely focused on my part in this, cleaning up my side of the street, learning what I need to learn so I can evolve and grow the way I need to grow. And let's see what's left at 12 weeks. And I'm telling you, I've used this process with quite a few freaking people. And it's, I still don't quite understand how it's as effective as it is. I haven't really figured it out, but I'm running with it because it's crazy. I had a client that reached out to me and she, she was a previous client. She sent me an email and she's like, hey, I'm on the verge of getting a divorce my therapist basically told me to get a divorce and I do not feel good about that. I want to make sure I've done every possible thing I can do to make this work before I walk away. Can you help me? I said, absolutely. So we did it. She's like, we signed on for 12 weeks. I worked with her one-on-one and hell, we got into six weeks and we had to move to like different session structure because she stopped running. She ran out of things to get coached on because things are going so well. And it literally, this work saved her marriage. And of course you have to do the work, but I'm telling you guys, if, if you're struggling with this, hit me up because this program is like two twenty two, $222, a one-time fee for 12 weeks. I promise you will get 10 times your, uh, 10 times the value out of this program. And if you're in that miserable space of uncertainty and pissed off and frustrated, not knowing what to do, I can save you so much pain, seriously. And it's a shit ton of fun because that's kind of my jam. It's kind of what I do. Let's see. Anything in the news? Nope. Can't think of anything in the news. Um, God, y'all, I didn't prep for this at all. I don't have any notes. I don't have any funny stories. I had a trip scheduled to Destin, Florida, that I had to cancel because of COVID, which was such a bummer. I didn't have that much drama over though really I just want to feel better and god I don't think I have anything really worth talking about at this point so I'm gonna make this one stupid short very short and I I don't know when I'll be back with another episode but I think what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna have like a post-it note sitting on my desk and when I think it's something that might be useful or entertaining I'm just gonna write it down and then once I have enough to talk about some shit I'll come on and talk And those of you that listen will listen. And it's weird. For some reason, I've had my podcast listens or (laughs) podcast listens. My podcast activity has gone up quite a bit. And I haven't really published any episodes. So this might be one of those less is more kind of situations. But anyway, I appreciate those of you that listen. I hope you enjoyed the update. Try out the sensory deprivation float tank. Seriously. Um, So good. And if you're interested in the relationship program, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I'll include my email address as well if you want to just shoot me an email if you have any questions. Uh, But it's going to be a good one and it's going to be so fun. And doing it in a group is always really cool because you, 
when you're in a group, you get to realize like, oh, wait, I'm not alone on this island. Other people are struggling with the same damn thing. And you get to learn from other people. You get to learn things you didn't even know you didn't know by watching other people get coached. And that's always super fun. So hit me up if you need it. And if not, just stay tuned for the next episode. I'll be back at some point. Not going to promise any kind of timing.